What's going on, my people? This is Wale from the Pregame Podcast. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We love y'all, and until next time, peace. Yo, yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Wale from the Pregame Podcast. We are back with another episode. This is episode 263. The gang is all here. On my left, you already know what his name is. I'm going to say his government. His name is Thompson. But his nickname, the name that the ladies know him by, Red Velvet. What is that, Velvet? <laughs> and on my right, Bree Bree, aka Bree Speaks, aka Breebie with the Shoulders, aka Brista Soldier, aka Bradesia. Did I say Bradesia already? Mm-mm. Yeah, I said all of them. You got a lot of really good AKAs. Well, hey, yo. This is going to be a quick episode 263. That's the number. Um, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Let's do check in. One, two, three, noses. Oh, fuck Bitch, nigga. This is my. I'm gonna need you to up your reflexes. Nah, I ain't gonna hold you. And my arms were folded and I had my phone in my hands. Because you're always on that stupid phone. I wasn't paying attention. As soon as we start talking about checking, you should be ready. I know. I know. I know. I be fucking up. But it's all good, though. I'll go first. Um, Week was good. Week was wonderful. Uh, my highlight this week. Cutting that girl off? No. Damn. Don't be telling my business. Got me something like freaking Jody. Uh, not Jody. Uh, Casey from uh, the Wood. Don't be telling my name. Y'all want a solo song? <laughs> Damn, I sure remember them dances. Yeah. <laughs> why that? Why was that? Why was that LA accent on point though? Yo, y'all want to show this show? I ain't gonna yeah. hold you. Snow. He plays the same person in every movie. Yeah. yeah, same person. Nigga, he was Stacy and Dope. He's in, he's Stacy in Snowfall, like currently. <laughs> he's he might as well be Stacy. He sound like Stacy in Snowfall. I mean, that's his voice, Bruh, He doesn't know how to not. It's too so. LA. Yeah, bro. I'm sorry. He's a charm head for real, though. Like he was definitely set high in his own spot. Yeah, but finish your check-in, nigga. But um, no, two check uh two check-ins. Uh, it was technically la- last week Saturday. Uh, got to celebrate one of my closest friends, my um other female best friend Michelle. Um, her sure. birthday, so another year around the world. So um, she did a little shindig. She had a dinner with her girlfriends and whatnot, you know, the ladies and, and shit. And then afterwards, um, she had held a uh, section at NAR. It was dope. Um, now I realize why I hate being on time and why I'm always late. So she had reached out to me. Quick um, story. She had reached out to me. She was like, hey, we're at dinner. You know, African women. I just, African women, is ex- they're late. Any African person just late. To some degree. I want to say all, but to some degree. Late. Maybe five, two minutes, half hour, hour, whatever. A day. But yeah, roughly. For you. So, yeah, I'm, I'm late. I think the majority of people are late. Yeah, yeah, I, I, okay. It's the, few, it's the few ones that are on time or early bruh. that make us all look real bad. Oh, bruh. Africans, it's egregious, though. She texted me and was like, yo, Thompson, can you please do me a favor? Because if we are not there, there's not a time frame. They're going to give up the tables. I said, okay, cool. Whatever, whatever. I get there promptly. I'm five minutes before the actual time frame said that it was going to get up there. Hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, they're coming. Blah, blah, blah. That's third. Talk to the waitress. The waitress was a sweetheart. Uh, her name was Stephanie or Vanessa. No, Stephanie. Vanessa was the other person. That, that's of course Stephanie. you remember her name. 
Keep going. He said there was two of them. Two of them? And you know both of their names. Keep, oh, yeah. keep going. He might have messed them up, but you know they name. Nah, just tell them my mm. Keep going, bro. But. Hey, don't tell them <laughs> if you don't want us to commentate. I know. I'm saying you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> I just said. Uh, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> uh, but nah, there was, uh, she was most definitely helpful. Uh, she got me in my bag. got the hookah. These girls didn't show up until like damn near 1115. And I was just like, good Lord, have mercy. Like, it was like in waves. Like the first two of our closest friends first came. Uh, great today went to a different uh, they went to a different school which was your right shout out to uh Sharita and Akos. Um it was both of their names. <laughs> Did you tell them about the podcast? Yes. They're they well aware of the, they, they are well aware of the podcast. Did they subscribe? Uh I know that they subscribed. No. I saw you only know Sharita. You, guarantee that somebody they, you gotta see it physically. You gotta no, you gotta say listen, you can look, listen right here. Which oh Apple Podcast, you gotta enable it. Well, I, I got Sharita to do so because she she's Spotify. She's heavy on Spotify. So but if she, they if they want to, they'll open that. Oh no, of course, of course. Well let me tell you again, um, if they haven't downloaded that, I can actually <laughs> look for the podcast. No, of course, of course. And you're absolutely right. Um I know Sharita did. Of course, I don't I, I, I don't know. She probably did you say you didn't want to. No, nah, yeah, I mean transparency. I'd rather somebody tell me they don't want to than then Oh no, of course. Oh no, of course, yeah, because it's just like, hey, listen, I'm gonna... no, no, you're Gucci, you're Gucci, you're Gucci queen. Um, but yeah, man, it was a dope vibe. Uh, it was hella packed. Uh, she really enjoyed herself. She was extremely drunk. Um, she was well taken care of from beginning to end. She was more than appreciative of the love and the energy. Um, man, man, like she was, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Too Smooth over here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh um, guys he had he had <laughs> let me explain to you what was just happening thompson leaned over onto his right elbow mm-hmm. um towards Wale, turned mm. his head towards him mm. and had his shoulder going up and down mm-hmm. when he just said what he said so uh and Wale was unbothered mr I, I i remember names so out of the kindness of his heart and you know paying it forward it's just hey, give, you gotta give people their flowers, and we know why they're here. So he bought a small token of flowers, a bouquet of flowers, and gave it to her. And she was like, "Oh, everybody was oh, So, uh, <laughs> buddy, old pal, gotta gotta take a picture from your butt. <laughs> FYI, visual, I'm poking his arm, left arm. Thank so you. The gesture. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but. <laughs> It wasn't a big deal, bro. It wasn't a big deal, but I like to... But girls are stupid. Yeah, of course. That type of shit, that's the shit that they like. And it's like, y'all don't... This is my friend, like, and I love her. Like, Michelle is so deserving of getting her flowers. No, of course. That's the thing that people... When you look at something like that, Mm -hmm. that's like saying anything could be put in that category. Oh, no, of course. Of course. What? What are you talking about? Like, as far as, oh, is that your boo or... Hey, is that a love interest? Is that what you're saying? That's what he's saying. He's doing shit like that. Yeah, I'm being. Page out of your book. He's yeah. gonna do this. He's gonna do that. <laughs> no, he ain't, cause he, he cut off Boston. Boston wanted to get serious, <laughs> and he was like, nah. So, and he, he cut her off this week. What? And she wasn't happy about it. Oh wow. And we liked Boston, even though we never met her. Oh he wow. Never got a chance to. Yeah, he he just. Use a laptop. <laughs> spent the night three weeks in a row. It wasn't three weeks in a row. Two. Then we'll have a series as well. A series what? Met a series? Hung out with her nephew. A series. 
Did you, you hang out with a nephew? No. Did you? Oh, was a niece? No, oh. her niece. Yo, oh, so you hung out with her niece? Yeah, but it was that. Did you? Did you have a series that you watched together? No, we have a series that we watch together. No. What movies did y'all watch? So together? what did you go say to watch? Because you no, nah, we was watching. No, nah, we was watching like like recent movies that came out. That's all. Like it was bootlegger shit. And what? She had uh, the side Showbox. stick. No, Showbox. 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 It was Showbox. piracy and chill. Yeah, pretty much illegal shit. Fuck it. Oh well. Um, so why did you cut her off? Um. <laughs> so why did you cut her off? We're not doing this on this platform. We're not doing a recording. Shit, I'll do whatever. In <laughs> I'll but talk about, I, I, I won't but, name my job, but I'll talk about my job in but, detail, nigga. But, Fire me. But, <laughs> then you got to do all this shit by yourself. But, <laughs> Give a fuck. That was, that was my highlight. And then also my next highlight would be your comedy show, which was this past Thursday. Yes. Was, Thank you for coming, bro. No, of course. You, that was the only time in your life you ever tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I wasn't coming. I called this nigga <laughs> like, where you at, yo? Because I needed somebody for the door. And this nigga was like, yo, I'm just riding. I'm out in the streets outside. And I'm like, motherfucker, what's today? And he was like, uh, what did you say? I said, oh, it's DJ Franchise's uh, open mic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this nigga has to be the worst best friend of all time. You over here talk about locals only when I have a show, bitch nigga. But then he pulled up like five minutes later and he showed me his ticket. He's like, I bought my ticket on Tuesday. I was like, you raggedy bitch. Now sit down and take the money from these niggas and charge our friends money to see me make them laugh. It was dope. I mean, I, like I said, I, it, other, you hope I... I'm mixed sometimes, and this is just my take. And I guess I wanted to do it. Tell the truth. Nah, because I don't mind. I don't mind you hosting, but I prefer you going last. Yes, personally, <laughs> I can't do it all the time. I, and I get that. I understand that. Yeah. But it's like the last, I, the last two of the comments were really bad. Like, well, not real. The last comic was really bad. Bless, bless, bless. bless. And the comic that went second. No, the comic that went before her was okay. He was, he was raw. That's what made him funny. Like, no, you're talking about the nigga with the white hoodie. Yeah, he, he was, was good, but the Irish, the ginger nigga, like it was his birthday. He didn't do a good job. I think it was. Just he was struggling. Oh uh, yeah. He was struggling. And June wanted to go first after me. I'm like, bro, if you go right after me, it's gonna bomb from there on. Yeah, out. like you, you like you can't do that. And then I was outside because Danny like straight up made me go outside because her set wasn't hitting. And June jumped on the mic and got him laughing again to give him something to remember or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, that was part of my check-in was, like, the show. I appreciate you for coming. Paid you handsomely for sitting down you. and doing nothing. Uh, Casey is hilarious. I, I asked them straight up, too, if they were fucking. You know what I'm talking about. I asked them straight up, too. I ain't going to say the names. I asked them straight up, too. I can't, I can't say it on the pod. Um, but I asked straight. I, I asked. I walked up to her and I was like, "Yeah, fucking, yeah, what the fuck is this?" But um, it was cool though. It was cool. You know what I mean, like, like the the everyone that was there gave gave the appropriate amount of appreciation. The little white, la- the old white lady that waited <laughs> while I was talking to somebody about the show after. You called her Storm and waited. <laughs> patiently with her purse like this all studious and like hit me on my arms like just wanted to wait to let you know that I really enjoyed the show mm-hmm. you are my favorite and I'm gonna try to come back next month and I was like thank you so much that was so that's so sweet thank you I'm glad you enjoyed yourself blah 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 but it was a good fucking night bro 
Like, I was in the pocket, and this set is coming along. So, you come to more of my shows, I'm going to be telling that same set. I'll obviously fuck with the crowd in between and all that. And niggas, oh, yeah. The nigga with the Target shirt had to get the business, though. No, he was I had to get that nigga. Dude, nah, like, legit, like. There was a nigga in there, bullhead. <laughs> the whole <Yeah>. clip. <laughs> I didn't give him the whole clip. Might as well. Hey. It, may, it, it was subtle because of something that he was laughing and he knew it was like, oh, it's just because he followed the sandwich. Yeah, and he was it's like, jokes. Yeah, Target, I shop at Walmart. I was like, who the, who the, that's why I'm fucking with you. Who goes to Walmart? Like, how, you, you're better than that. And now, I, I, huh? What? what it was, it was a the random, nigga with the Target shirt he on. Had like, he literally had like a Target. Pull. Was I a, know him uh, through promotion wise. So he went to Johnson and Wales. He's like a dark skin, a very dark skin brother like myself. But he had literally clean shaven baldy. Yeah. Like this nigga got the milk dud baldy. That shit yeah. was spotless. Yeah, the clean in the dark it was still blaring. <laughs> but his shirt, this nigga had on a red shirt. Like a button joint, like not even a. It's like a butt. It was like a button up shirt that wasn't a polo. Buttons all the way down. That was short sleeve. It was weird. It was weird. I had to get them because when I was making my jokes about like the the linens and the towels and all that shit, like it was good. It was a good show, but you know, June was like, "Oh, she's gonna bomb him. It's gonna make us look bad." I'm like, "No, it's not, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? As long as the common denominator is me." Revival is always gonna have amazing comedy shows, bro. I like it's. I'm not gonna put whack niggas on every show. For the last five six months, those shows have been incredible. Like they have been. Uh, we have exceeded expectations. We're consistently getting 15 people to buy tickets before they even before you even open the doors. And those numbers are what the owner and the management want. So like. If the numbers drop, then you got a point. But if they don't, nigga, just let me do what I do. I run my show. You run your show with J1. That's it. We got two rooms now. We literally can bounce back and forth. You book me, I book you. And I've been booking you all the fucking time. Like, the fuck? But yeah, I'm glad you appreciated it, bro. It was a good good vibe. It was good energy in there yesterday. Um, My my other part of my check-in is that my fucking phone, man, that shit been giving me problems for like five (laughs) months. And I've been dealing with that raggedy piece of shit for as long as I could. And hell no. Suck my dick, nigga. I'm not. (laughs) No way. No way. No way. Fuck the iPhone. Bro, today I was trying to. Nigga, the fucking. The calibration on the touch. I was like, I was literally about to break that phone, dog. I was like, you know what? It's payday. I I didn't want to do it. It probably put me in the hole. I had to scrape up some change and I had to buy a new phone. So I got a Galaxy A12, but I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. The emojis look weird. <laughs> the fucking home screen. I don't like the screen when you call a nigga and you like, I don't like the color of that. I don't like the color of the text. I don't like the font. This phone sucks. It's smaller and it's older than the phone that I had, nigga. Like, this shit is whack. I mean, I customized it, obviously, with my shit, but like, and it don't have the fingerprint shit. Like, this phone is trash. It's not so, built into the screen. Huh? The touch screen like, shit? Yeah, sometimes it's built on the front of the screen. Like right here. Oh, well, I got to set that up, I guess. But fuck this phone. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this phone, nigga. I don't want this shit. So in two weeks, in my next payday, I'm buying a, a brand new, another new phone that's like two. This phone was $130 with the discount. 
So I'm going to have to go over there to Metro and buy like a $250 phone because I just need I just need a newer, bigger, high, like this shit is whack. So hopefully this phone serves its purpose for the two weeks that I'll have it. And then I'll buy a new one and give this shit to my mom. But fuck, yo. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all, nigga. Fuck Samsung. But it is what it is. I ain't got no choice. Um, Yeah, yo, that shit was whack, B. I'm like. And LG doesn't make phones anymore. They stopped making phones and they didn't tell nobody. Where would where was me? Where was my at? At me if you go on. You've been my favorite phone for the last five years. I had every version of your stylo phone, and you just gonna stop making them and not say nothing? Samsung bought like pretty much ran them up the phone business in that aspect, honestly. Cause I remember when I was working at the cell phone spot, like LG's phone was always been cheap. Like, especially with the newest ones. But they've always been high quality. Now. No, of course. But Samsung's beating them. And the dude, that, t- that. The dude <laughs> at Metro today was like, yeah, we used to have, you know, I work for Verizon and mm-hmm. blah, 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 and Singular. All this bullshit. He was just like, you know, they stopped. The nigga, he's been, work- he's been working in the phone game since like, <laughs> since like 98. Yo, bro, he's been working yo, for a minute. And he was just like, yeah, they stopped. Um, they started infusing the batteries in the phones because it was too expensive. We would have like an over an overflow of batteries in the store, and it was just not. I was like, yeah. So it was for them to save money, to inconvenience us by saving money. Got it. Bet. Because that that should that's part of the reason why these phones shit the bed. The lithium or whatever from the battery seeps into the phone after a year or that two was years. Year when the transition was made, and everybody hopped on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Every phone company hopped on that bandwagon except for LG. Those are my nigga. On the last one that I had, they hopped on it. They had no choice to, if they if they wanted to stay competitive. But anyway, got a new phone. Don't like it, and I'm probably only gonna have it for like two weeks, and then I'm gonna buy another one because I bought what I could afford without spending all my weekend budget. Turn up track, like be ratchet money. But anyway, <laughs> that's me. Uh, fingernails. How's your chair? <laughs> how's your? Uh, so clip some how's your? I had they they broke, so I had to like rip them and I had to clip them. Wow, you had, um, they broke, so you ripped them and clipped them. No, nah, they was like hanging. Like, yeah, that, that's annoying. Um, amazing week, yo. It was great. Uh, week four, my new employment. Down, down. It's week four is down. It's complete. Mm-hmm. I did. I had my first training session where I trained some staff. First time meeting and first time training them. Training them on what? Very well. Um, a couple different things: behavior, self care, how they work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I don't know, man. It just felt. Really good. Okay. Congrats. Like, it feels like a really good week. Shout out to my niece. Today's her birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old? She had an Encanto birthday. Hey. How old is she? Seven. I just watched Encanto this week. That's it's a good fun. movie. It's a good movie. So we don't talk about Bruno. We're losing our magic. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. No. This no. nigga. We don't talk about Bruno. It was our wedding day. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know none of the songs. I only watched it once. Like they were mad at Bruno. You even fucked your thing with Bruno to leave. No, no, you did, you fucking mean bitch. <laughs> sucking all of the energy and the life out of this family. Shout out to my, what's the little nigga's name that got his powers in the beginning? With the animals? Oh, uh... Not Angelo. No. It's some shit. He was adorable. He was like, <laughs> just riding a tiger. He's like, all right, okay, Columbia. That shit was good. <laughs> it's man. okay, Columbia. Yeah, show uh, Columbia for something other than Coke and coffee. I love that. I love that. But anyway. America just fucked up shit. Camilo. Uh, Who it? Camilo. Mother. No, Antonio, Antonio. Yeah, Antonio. Antonio. <laughs> he's, in, he's in character. <laughs> Yo, it's a good ass movie. I don't give a damn. What How many said. times you watch it? Multiple times. What's more, like multiple, like more than three? Yes. Under ten? No. <laughs> more than ten? Yes. This nigga. It's Why good, did you watch it so many times? It's a good ass movie. Okay, it, it's a, it's a great movie. It really is. Like, honestly, I got a shirt on that says. Look, <laughs> I, I know it. she came from an Encanto party, bro. It says "Smart Like Mirabelle" on the back. It says "Strong Like Lisa." Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Where'd you buy that, Tarjay? Oh, Custom. You had it made. Yeah. That's what's up. From where? Yo, never mind. Niggas be having plugs and don't be. I I see how it is. Um, what else you want to say for your check-in, cuz? the surface. Oh, sorry. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> if you want to be a, a Disney Pixar voice actor, nigga, just no, say I, that. It was a... <laughs> What's wrong with Sorry, this, I'm sorry. You could be in Soul 2 with James Fox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. No, because... All right. Anyway. <laughs> if you want to be in Soul 2 with Jamie Fox, nigga, just say that. That's it. Okay. It was a really good week. I felt like I was reminded once again that I'm worth so much more than I have been Treated. accepted. Yeah. And in any point before this in my life. So like this just shit the me now just doesn't put up with that the me before was okay with. Word. And I'm loving being able to recognize mm. growth. Mm. So I'm like, I'm, I'm in a good space. I'm coasting right now. Word. Glad to hear that, my dear. Good shit, everybody. Word the big bird, Kermit. Mm. And um, I did get to get on the open mic. I outspoken this week. Is that next week? Well, that was this week. How did it go? It went well. Hopefully we're moving up. Hopefully. How did um, what you gonna call it, Lawrence? Do did you stay for him? Mm-hmm. He was first. He was first. Mm-hmm. Thought he had like was one of the last. Last three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was first out of the last three. Not an open my part. Got you. I gotta hit up. OG. I haven't talked to him in a minute. But that's what's, that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, we ready for topics. Let's do like three and then get the fuck out of here. Um, so I shared y'all a video in um, the chat about a young lady that was recording her teacher have a meltdown. And um, she was chewing gum in her camera and all this. <laughs> oh, yeah, just. Not ignorant. 
And, uh, you know, the teachers like going on a rant, talk about, I don't care. I don't need this job. You guys aren't going to amount to nothing. Da, 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 da. Just talking, talking brazy. And it went viral like videos like this do. And the teacher was white and the student was a young African-American female. And um, he resigned the following day after the video went viral because <laughs> niggas was in his DMs and talking to him crazy on social media. Um, so opening the floor up for discussion. How y'all feeling about the video? It's hilarious. But it's one of those things where um, you never know who's watching. And I wouldn't even call it cyberbullying. It's just more so like, yo, listen, like, this is the line of work you're doing. And mm-hmm. for you to put something out and think there's nothing in it. Like, when you put something bad out there, expect bad com- coming back your way. Like, I believe everything works in the universe where it's like a boomerang. You put good energy out, good energy is going to come your way. You put bad energy out, it's going to come back your way. Sure. So we live in the most open society mm-hmm. to where you can't do anything that you think you would regret because everybody could see it. Oh, yeah. It's a very honest society. Oh, yeah. I have no choice but to be an honest society. Things are being mm. uploaded immediately. Things are like the fact that I can post that fast from my smartphone. It's like, yo, bro, like, really? Mm. I just see like 30 bikes riding down there against the boulevard before I came here. Yeah. But like, Tana. The um, Earth, mm. uh, Earth Day. Uh, Earth Day. Yeah, so they did. Like, Shout out to Earth Day, man. A couple of our peoples was over there doing. Uh, Usually I plant a tree or whole garden and. Pick up trash. I didn't do shit this. I didn't do <laughs> shit this earth day, bro. Is that go. We bought a hybrid a couple weeks ago in anticipation of this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy, bro. It's crazy. But, um, yeah. So, <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> niggas didn't talk about the teacher at all like that. Niggas, My bad. Got, in, niggas <laughs> got into Earth Day. Um, Dang. Nah, I was just saying, like, yo, like, to me, it's kind of cheesy, like, for her to, like, say, like, I am resigning after getting he, back, he, excuse me, he getting backlash from it, but it's like, yo, when, what did you expect from the video? Yeah. Like, what are your expectations when you're sitting there, and you're just teeing off, like, people are going to respond, and I guess it was enough people to respond to you to say, hey, you know what, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I had an issue with with this video was, I mean, I would preach are good. They're usually really good about being objective. And they're not necessarily wrong. I mean, well, preach isn't, I mean, Abba's not necessarily wrong with his take on saying, like, if the teacher was black, it would have been more, it would have been more palatable for mm. all of the shit that the teacher said. And I disagree, um, not wholeheartedly, but I do disagree. I don't think any teacher should be in a space where they get that frustrated and just spew personal attacks on that stu- on their students like that. Um, you know, you need to have a certain level of you just have to have a certain level of calmness to you, and you and you know your temperament needs to be at a very high clip, at a very high cl- uh, at a very high caliber. And if it's not every day, that's fine. But when you feel it going off, you're better off. You're better off just, you know, saying, right, students, I'm going to leave the room for like five minutes. 
and I'm going to give you guys some time to calm down. If I come back and you're still doing what you're doing, then I'm going to have to bring, you know, the AP or the principal in or some shit like that. But to go on a tirade like that and you know that you're working with 95% students of color or whatever it is, because, you know, it is what it is. And it, it there's so many layers to this shit. Like, he's white, so he's soft and he, he expects to the kids to be mature and like it, it just is what it is like it's, kids are jerks if i didn't have an asian teacher for high school i don't know if i and i gave him i gave him grief not as much grief as niggas like thompson gave his advisors but i gave this nigga grief but not nothing like the type of grief that i've heard from other niggas in, in other public schools so it's like i don't even know if I would have been able to, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's just a it's slippery. It's a very slippery slope. If he didn't resign, he would have got suspended or fired. So I'm glad he did that and got ahead of it. But oh, it's just crazy. Brista, soldier. I think what's most um, interesting is there have been classrooms like this since the beginning of the time of mm -hmm. kids who just don't care to seemingly don't care to be respectful seemingly don't care to want to um do the right thing right but speaking as someone who has worked with kids and kids and have worked with kids and could and used to walk into those classrooms that nobody could control and see the best versions of these kids I think that his ego was bruised more than anything mm. with how he responded. Yeah. I mean, when you take torture like that and you're not being respected, how could it not? But it's how you approach it. That matters. No, I, I, because I totally agree. A bruised ego is going to respond however it responds, though. You know what I mean? And like My ego gets bruised all the time, and I find myself... You've trained yourself to handle it differently. But that's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what's the what's the professional development look like for teachers once you get your certification? In Rhode Island, how long are you in training before they throw you into the classroom and give you 30 kids? <laughs> 30 the rules. Um, school. Could be day one. Damn. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And if you do Teach for America, which is the AmeriCorps for teachers, they send you out of the country or they send you to... You know, some poor district that's struggling. And regardless of what you look like, you're in a new state, in a new city, in a school system that's struggling. And your job is to try to reach these kids, Cartman from South Park voice. <laughs> and if you ain't never been around none of these kids, how the fuck are you supposed to know? If niggas, you know what I mean? Like, you are, you're not a TA nigga, you the, you're the teacher. You have to <laughs> implement the curriculum, you got to write the lesson plan, you got to do all that shit. But like that's what any profession when you really think about it. It's yes, a, yes, bro. But like there is a way like onboarding is a thing. Mm. And in most professional industries, people onboard a specific way, a certain way. Like if any of us came fresh out of, you know, fresh out of MIT with mm. our engineering masters and was going to work for a company where we're gonna like code little pieces of code programming into little you know, a little tech thing. Like, there's an onboarding. You got to get trained. Like, you got to get trained for weeks, months 
before they say, all right, cool, we trust you to take this account. And you got to code all of this for this particular client. You got to code all 300 of these products. You have to train for months on end before you, even though you have the skills because you came out of, you got your masters, you got your motherfucking degree from MIT, but you're in training for mad long before they say, I bet. Here you go. Like, it's like, even with the, the, the police officer shit, niggas go to an academy for six to eight months. And then once it's done and they earn their stripe to be a cop, hmm. the follow through and the professional development afterwards is super lax. These niggas don't have to go to therapy. On the state level, if you're a trooper, you only have to go to see a therapist twice a year. That is trash. You need to see a therapist twice a month. Twice a month. So you mean to tell me I get to respond to, um, you know, DUI fatalities on the highway and look at dead bodies that flew out of a car, at a, out of a car windshield and the body dragged and there's a blood trail for fucking 30 feet. And that's normalized to me. And I just pack up the crime scene. We clean up the car. We clean up the guts. The fucking, you know, the, the coroner comes in. They clean up the guts and they scrape off all the blood and they power wash it. Da, 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 collect all the evidence, put it in little jars, chunks of body and skin and guts and all that shit. And then I'm looking at all this as a, as, as a state trooper has to close on the highway for an hour so they can do all this shit. And then I just jump in my cruiser and go back to the barracks. And I don't have to talk to anybody about that. Mm. At the state level, they only have to see their strength, the uh, the the state <laughs> state police strength, twice a year. And I drove one of those ladies when I was Ubering a couple years ago. She Bree, she lived two blocks up that way in Cranston. She lived no, I'm not saying two blocks. I'm lying. Well, Harborside campus says she lives the next street over from Harborside. Big ass house, bitches paid. She's the one who told me. She's like, I work for, I, I have several clients from the state police. Blah blah blah. Nah, I, I, I so if the state police says twice a year, what the fuck does the Providence police say? What does Pawtucket say? That's the type of shit that I want to know. You know what I mean? When we talk about PD, so going back to the PD teachers, capital city is gonna lead in those types of efforts. Usually, so, so they, usually, but they might not be believers. So, to kind of take a take from what you stated. I just kind of want to go back to what we was talking about. Yes, the teacher. the teacher. The teacher. The teacher. The problem with, the problem is not even with the frustration because I feel like teachers get the worst, some teachers get the worst of these kids. The problem that I have with those types of teachers who get the absolute worst of these kids and never have a moment of peace when you walk into a classroom is what are you not bringing? Mm. Because one thing about kids is they will highlight your shortcomings. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's and you have to you have to be of a certain confidence to stand in front of kids and teach. Uh, and it's not it's not built for everybody's not built for that. You can't treat it's, it like it's a job. When everybody's it, when not built for that. You yeah. really have to be passionate about what you're doing, how you're doing it, and even your you, when you get mad about something, you're not mad because it's something about your ego. You're mad because the person's not living up to what they should be living up to. Yeah. Because people believe that they can do it and they want to be with Being them. a teacher is a performance, too. It's performative. Like, you have to perform. You yeah. have to... I, I think you just have to figure out how to bring yourself so you don't have to perform. Because that's how teachers get burnt out. They try to perform in a way that other people interact. People 
who get burnt out, people who start wanting to work with kids and get burnt out work with kids is because they tried all of the methods and things that they needed to do the way that somebody else was doing it and not the way that was natural to them. Yes, but you do. You are presenting information for six, seven hours, and yeah, that I, I, you, you are perform like even if not in an acting way, but you are performing. Like you're performing. Even if you're teaching a subject, you're teaching the same subject to a different crop of kids every hour for six hours in a day. Go ahead, cool. You want to? Nah, uh, it, it was just two things. Um, just to piggyback off your statement. Two things. Over um, well, two things of them. Tentative question because you were saying how the police tro a state trooper has to see a therapist twice a year. Yeah. And the teacher aspect, and maybe you can chime in agree. Uh, how do they even require you to see a therapist? Like if you're if you are a teacher, I'm just asking. I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's First all of all, I think the only reason why law enforcement might be required mm -hmm. to speak to a therapist mm -hmm. is because of the tragic nature. No, of I know job, the traumatic nature of their job. But I love what stress with teacher, kids. They don't necessarily the stress that you deal with in the job varies. Mm. And I don't think there's acknowledgement to the value we place in positions of authority, regardless of effectiveness. Mm -hmm. So once we like can reconcile that, mm -hmm. we will get to a point and we'll see what, what real effectiveness is. Mm. Okay, that's yeah. fair enough. And, and the reason does why... That, does that make sense? No, it does. And the reason why I brought that up is because like Quinzdelli, when he made a, a jab about my two teachers uh, or advisors because uh, we obviously went to the next oh, school. It was two of them. It was two of them. We, I, I had a total threat. What did you do to them? Nothing. The first one was very transparent. He was like, hey, listen, like if my wife gets a job opportunity over here or decides like, hey, we need to leave, I'm leaving. He told us off rip. She was pregnant, had his first kid, wife got a better job opportunity. He said, that's babe. And he was like, yeah. And he, he said, fuck us. Was he black? No, he was white. That, and like I was just like yo like at first what was his name Chris Black Chris Blackwell I vaguely remember Ball, halfway bald dude very very yeah. uh, very articulate very he was a very outstanding guy but like one of one of no one of my advisory mates was like he had to put it up for everybody because he was like yo like we can't knock him because he told us off rip and like everybody was like oh, why are you leaving da 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 this kind of thing da 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 it's like, nah, like, he told us from day one, like, yo, like, if my wife decides to say, hey, listen, we're going over here, I'm out. Just let you guys know. So we built a report with him and built a relationship with him. And when he was out, some of us took it personal, some of us understood his nature of the beast. And then when uh, one of our advisory mates, one of our own, was like, hey, listen, he didn't tell us that he wasn't lying, which was another white guy, not even a white kid. And then when our new advisor that took uh, took us in, she was technically the advisor assistant or a teacher assistant per se. Yeah, mm -hmm. she took over the she took over the class, which was a smooth transition because we warmed up to her and it was like, all right, it's a familiar face, familiar body, whatever, whatever. I know that portrait so where's my body, but <laughs> it's a familiar body. So like, I don't know. I just I didn't have a reaction. Oh, because you looked up. That's why I was, I was just uh, finish your shit. But um, she had bounced. She mentally checked out. Like you took fifteen, well, excuse me, let's say twelve kids cross country within a year time span. She mentally checked out, even though she probably oh, this is what I love to do. You guys mean to me, da da da. Y'all niggas burnt her out. But she took on so many personal aspects. Like she took all our, like all of our personal like stuff that was going on. 
Especially she with two students. She wasn't solid and dependable. At, at what all. What you're saying is she folded at some point. Oh, yeah. Best believe it. When How she, she fold? So, <laughs> one of our one of the students, she's mulatto, but she grew up in the south side of Prof. She had mad shit hey, going on. she's what? She's mulatto. She mixed. Mm. What is she? She's black and white. Okay. So, she grew up in the south side of Prof. And she couldn't, she can't, she, I would say, I wouldn't even call it like a troubled home, is per se. Mm -hmm. But she, um... She burnt her out. And then she was dealing with another kid that was white. So, you told us the kids that she was dealing with, but you didn't tell us what the issue was. She just, she took on too much of their personal. Well, they had a really tough, they had really tough stories because she couldn't solve their problems. She yeah. kind of broke. Yeah. Honestly, no, honestly. Like, she was like, yo, listen, I'm coming from a troubled home, blah, blah, blah. And then you're dealing with preteen pregnancy. And it's just like, yeah, what the fuck? So she's taking, she's taking so much, and essentially, like, she copped out. Mm -hmm. Like, she literally sat us down, was like, hey, um, sorry guys, I got a better opportunity, da da da. And we're all looking at her like, yo, you're, you're a phony. Mm. You're, you're a phony. Like, also, family guy, you're a big fat phony. And it was like, yo, like you said, this is my passion. I love it here. Well, when you gonna... came in here and talked about this, if we thought we was gonna have you. Oh, until we, we, we was done, and you bounced. And she became stressed over some students. I I think she like her her mindset was like she wanted to work with inner city kids, but when she got off like a mouthful of this shit, she's like, "This ain't it." Oh, she couldn't. <laughs> this ain't it. She could like she yo. Couldn't, she couldn't. She couldn't. <laughs> she couldn't. She couldn't. And then, mind you, that was only two students. She's she's, she's not here. No, she's oh no, she just she literally chucked the deuce. I don't know what job she took afterwards, but she literally chucked the deuces. And we had uh, we had a learning specialist finish out our last year. So I was like, I yeah, she was uh, more so like a if you had like a um, learning disability. Was she good? She was solid, but like to kind of build a relationship with our last year, it was like yeah, like her, to us it was like you're a substitute teacher. My thing is the only time I've seen a teacher. That seeing teachers that were dope mm -hmm. leave spaces mm -hmm. was when they had more issues with the adults. And but that makes sense, and I can accept that. Even as I don't know if she did, but I'm saying the kids should never be the reason why you're able to leave because kids only do what adults let. Thank you. And looking back at it as an adult, it was just like, yo, what the fuck? So like to us, it was just like, I right, cool, like. For your case, your freaking advisor became principal. Yep. So he was still there. Yeah, yeah but we 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 hated that nigga though. Comparison. <laughs> so we hated that. Comparison, comparison is a people joy. Yeah, bruh. Like when he did that, he didn't tell anybody that he was gonna take the job as principal. It happened over the summer, and then uh, he gave us a he he like called us like individually. In August, right before, like the week before the semester started, because you know we started the mm -hmm. second, week, third week of August, mm -hmm. and told everybody um, that our new fucking advisor was gonna be Scott, mm -hmm. and Scott was a journeyman. He already, he already, he graduated the very first class at the Met. He graduated the second <laughs> fucking class at the Met, and now this nigga's coming in as our senior advisor. In his ninth year, and our the nigga that we that we trusted for three years. Just gone up and become principal. Now, granted, it was a great career opportunity for him. Pay bump. He was doing his master's for 
our 10th and 11th grade year. It was killing. We could see it was killing him. But he, you know, he did what he had to do doing night classes at your ride, leaving, you know, work and leaving the Met at P Street and going. Cool. But he never in his life said that he was going to fucking leave. And so when, when somebody abandons you after you give them that trust, even if they earned it, you feel betrayed. Mm. And so I know what that feeling is like. And so... So you think the kids felt betrayed when I left? 100%. 100%. And, then, <laughs> and it's not... She's like, hold on. She's doing. You did what you had to do Dude, for you. Facts. And... They'll get I over. Think they, I think the older ones understood though, because it was like, "Go with the bat." Yeah, yeah, but it, it's different now though. It's different. Like social media wasn't a thing when we were in high school. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though I'm saying social media wasn't yeah. a thing. Yeah. Exposure real, and yeah. access. What? Like, after three o'clock, I didn't see son. I didn't want to see him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For three years, it was like that. It's not like that. Like now, like. You might fuck around and bump into your teacher at the market. You might bump into your teacher at a food truck festival, nigga. Seriously. There's so much access now. It's just different. And, you know, and two, like, there's, if you don't have a therapist, there's ways that you can work on yourself and bring yourself back to a place where you're at homeostasis without having a therapist because of the internet, which is why if you utilize it the right way, it's an amazing tool. Back then, none of that shit existed. I could have mm. just YouTube meditation music and sit down and close my eyes for a half hour. If I was mad, I was mad. And I brought that shit into the building. And I gave him shit because I was mad. And when my boy Barry died, I didn't do work for like three weeks. I didn't want to. I didn't even want to go. My mom was like, you can't stay home. I was like, all right, whatever, fuck it. I'll just go. I'll go to the school. But I'm not doing anything. I was just there. I walked in and I was, I literally sat down and mo and like, you can't tell me to like, oh, snap out of it. Nigga, my friend was murdered, dog. Like, I don't want to hear nothing from any of you. I'm trying to process this shit. Principal, get out my face. Other advisors, get out my face. Learning specialist, post-secondary access counselor. All y'all could kiss my ass right now. I don't care. You're lucky I'm walking into the building because what I really want to do is get with his niggas and figure out where this nigga's at so we can ride on this motherfucker. That's what my head was at at the time. And so, you know, I don't even know why I'm saying all of that. Oh, we're talking, <laughs> about, we're talking about teachers and shit. Say yeah. Yeah, nigga, like, yo, it's just different. And so, like, when this nigga left, like, he knew how that affected me. Because that happened at the end of my, my, uh, my sophomore year. And he kind of helped me get through it. Obviously, Heather helped me get therapy and all that other shit. But when he decided to be the principal of the whole school, we told him, like, yo, bro, you left us, dog. He was like, no, I'm here. It's not the same and you fucking know it. We have to build a we have to build new a new relationship with this white boy who's gonna <laughs> get credit for graduating us now because your goofy ass ain't not fucking teaching no more. Yeah, you get to sign our diploma because you're the principal and you get to come to our, you know, our valedictorian speeches, but like I had to shift my whole shit and give Scott a lot of the credit for the shit that as a man coming into age at 17, there's mad shit that you go through. Just like there's mad shit that a woman go through, a young woman go through. And like figuring out the college stuff, having a conversation with an older dude who was maybe fucking 12 years 
my old teacher senior, this guy, Scott, who already graduated. He graduated 30 kids already. So like midway through the year, I'm like, yo, this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. He already gets it. Everything that I'm going through, he's already worked through it with 30, his 30 previous students. Minus the one. Rest in peace, Jamie Hector. Mm-hmm. You know, the kid that mm-hmm. died in the first class. Right? Of Joe, it is Joe Hector. Joe Hector. Joe Hector. Um, so like he already graduated 29 students. He already experienced loss by having, you know, a kid in his class get murdered. That shit's crazy over some like, you know what I mean? So it ended up working out because I had a lot in common with him that I didn't I didn't think I would. And that was a testament to my naivete and judging a book by its cover. But at fucking 17 years old, like what was I what was I supposed to expect type shit? But um all in all, man, as it pertains to this video, I don't think old girl was wrong for recording it. I think she was wrong for how she was acting on the call. Mm. And, you know, she didn't really care what happened to this nigga because she knew if she posted this shit, he was going to lose his job. And I think, you know, get into a space where white teachers in urban schools and, and, you know, you know, college, like whatever you want to call it, inner city school, they need to learn how to, like you said, Bree, like they need to, what about them isn't connecting with these kids? They got to figure it out. Be your authentic, goofy, white, Irish self. <laughs> and they'll respect you. That would connect so much better. Yeah. So just, re- just, and like, you do have to put, you do have to put a little extra on it. I mean, no, you have to be authentic in order to work with kids. We, Seriously. So last time we talked about, a few times on this podcast, you said, I'm authentically me. Yeah. I have no choice but to be authentically me because working with kids. They can smell from a mile away, me not. You have no choice. All right, let me ask you this question. The reason why I'm harping on the word performative, both of y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. When I performed yesterday, do you think I was being me or do you think I was throwing a little extra on it to make sure that I got the laugh? You being you. And then as far well, like as far as this most recent Thursday performance? Yesterday, nigga. Yesterday yeah. specifically. No, nah, you being you. Was I being me the whole time? Yeah. You felt like none of that was just part of the performance mm-hmm. to entertain people. Mm-hmm. So you think I speak like I don't speak like that in a normal conversation. No, not in a normal conversation, but like, not with that emphasis, not with that energy. No. You know what I'm saying? But think- Unless I'm super passionate. Did I come off as passionate about the shit that I was talking about? I'll say like 50-50. So would you say that some of it was kind of me? I know I'm double down right now. My bad, I'm double down. Yeah, nigga. I'll say like I know. He love, he love that fence. Nigga love the top of that fence. Yeah, best believe it. Either side, both sides look sexy to him. So he's just gonna stand there and look at both of them. I like to be neutral. Damn, look at that motherfucking grass. You sexy grass. Damn, look at that motherfucking grass. You say that's what you do. That's what you do. Hey, listen. You've seen me perform before. Do you think it's performative or do you think it's straight up like that's me? I think it's you unapologetically. Boom. Pick the side. I think it's turned up. So I'm throwing something a little extra on it. I think it's turned up. I do that. Go look out for a little bit. It's turned up. But what I'm, I'm trying to explain to you is that like me personally, what I do is not at a level of being performative because it's not different than how I interact with you guys. 
with the exception of I guess that's I get listen I get I always but for, but for I get somebody, that I get that I get that but for somebody what no no but for somebody what you were saying something for somebody who does not actually care about something yeah you don't like If you can get to that point where you can say, because I've had conversations with kids about real shit, but I have it in a way that I know that they can, they, I'm letting them know that I know what they're capable of and I'm not accepting less. Yeah. What he was doing is say, fuck y'all. I hope you're on food stamps. I hope you you fucking can't pay your light bill. That's what he said. He didn't say, yo, (laughs) here's the difference between what you could be making and what you could be accepting. (laughs) I don't want you to be accepting. I want you to be making. Because that's essentially what he said. He said, fuck it. When y'all food stamps, don't come to me. Yeah. I was like, nigga, did you snort? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I hope y'all fucking food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, right? But that's what he that, said. That's yeah. what he said. That's that is what he said. said. That is and, what he and, said. And, and you know why? It's even more mm. of that. Because of he's, the fact that he's white. Yeah. If a black sure. man said that, I'd have but a problem expect, with it. But no, no, no. Listen, yeah, we expect that from him. If a black man said him. it, I would have a problem with it as well. Absolutely. I, said, I don't have a problem with it just because All he's white. All skin folk ain't folk. I got a problem with it because he fucking said it. I got a problem with it because he said it because he felt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a problem with him saying Speaking it because to the he felt ego. it. So if you're, yeah. if you're sitting here and you don't believe that these kids are capable of anything, why are you teaching them anything? Go to Grambling or something. Go to a little white private charter. If you, if you don't believe that it's possible for these kids to learn, if you don't believe in the unlimited potential of any kid, why are you working in the motherfucking inner city? Yeah, right. Probably have no choice. That I mean, shit's dumb as fuck. I need a paycheck. And they got no choice now. But that's... Uh, I, I, that's, that's just so fucking dumb to me because now... He's a these kids. I'm glad that they showed it. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. now mind you, there's a lot that a te- that teachers go through. Do I think that kids, in response to them feeling like teachers don't care, should torture them? Absolutely not. I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. I don't approve of that because I don't think that teaches anybody anything. All that does is it's like the equivalent of somebody said something about you in the office and you walk over and you smack them. Mm-hmm. They was wrong, but you was wrong too. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think two wrongs make a right. So. I think when it comes to these kids and they know that a kid, a person doesn't work with them, they should express themselves so that this person has the option to at least be better. But when you present nothing but negative, you don't give people a chance to learn from it. At all. All they think is the problem is you, not them. Yep. Word up. So I don't approve of that, but I also think that this man was speaking on how he feels. I've done all this. I've done all that. That's the savior complex. Now I'm going to say white, white savior complex. I'm going to say a savior complex because people of color and white people alike suffer from the savior complex where they can't actually see what's going on. All they see is the traumas that they've been exposed to. So I will never let you become this. I never have this. And I'm going to be the opposite of this because I feel like this is this. Mm. And it's like extremes don't work. You go into that, them being at that extreme, and you decide that they're responsible to go to this extreme, never works. There's extremists on both sides, and guess what? A lot of our difficulties are are, are due to extremists. There's a, there's a midpoint, right. and I, I get mad when I see people work with kids who don't want to work with kids. You didn't want to work with kids, but you was talented at maybe talking to people, or maybe you know a lot about the subject area. And you say, you know what? I'm not going to be like one of them. I'm going to be one of those teachers that make a difference. 
but you didn't know much about the population that you was working with. Right. You didn't have much experience with the population that you was working with. Right. You had to work through the shit that you had to work through in order to be able to work with this population. Facts. I feel like what's still going on today, like when you see teachers are just there for a check. Listen, to me, it's so much more than that. Because when you interact, when you interact with kids, when you're mm. teaching kids, when you're guiding kids, when you're helping kids, you're supposed to be that solid object. No, you're like... supposed, you got into this profession because you felt like you were that solid object. Mm. If you can't be that solid object before you break, step away. Mm. Before you sit here and, because so, that kid was recording because she knew it wasn't right. But there's a kid who believes that all adults want what's best for them and what this adult is saying must be true. There's at least one kid in that room who believes that. Hmm. There's other kids who's like, you disrespectful motherfucker. <laughs> yep. There's a few kids who talk about it's not, it's not me he's talking to because I know my work. Hmm. Uh. Anyway, um, I thought like, <laughs> like it was fucked up to um, for him to say that that way. Mm. But I think the problem was that he said it how he meant it in the moment. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so rest in power, DJ K. Slay. John McCain passed away <laughs> at the beginning of the week at 55. Of, you know, uh, uh, they're saying complications of COVID. He had COVID really bad back in January, February. And, you know, we thought we were going to lose him back then. And, you know, the complications of having that that disease carried over and claimed his life. Rest in peace to him. Um, rest in peace to my equity leadership initiative classmate, man. She passed away yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yvonne Heredia. Rest in peace, queen. Like, that shit was wow just still in awe thinking about it how somebody you could see somebody one week and the next week they're not there no more and like the details and like also like she had um she had she had a sickness she had a disease um it wasn't lupus it was something comparable to lupus but she caught covid also in january which is fucking weird and had it for like it was had complications from january to february was down and out, was able to come back to, uh, you know, our April meeting after missing three sessions and, like, tragically just died on a Zoom call while she was working yesterday morning. Shit. Fucked up. It was crazy. So rest in power to both of them. Um, She was dope. Like, super dope. Um, So Bree sent us this clip of a young boy, eight years old, that was being locked, arrested for stealing a bag of Doritos, I believe. And yeah, Brie, break that down for us before we talk about Netflix <laughs> and push it. She forgot? No, hold on. Um, this nigga forgot. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. So, the... Uh, I forgot the exact town that it was. It don't in. matter. But a young... Uh, a father came home from work and he had a call from the police department about his son being involved in something and he was home safe and he was fine there were no scratches on his body there was nothing so he had assumed they had a run-in with him they did a courtesy call Mm -hmm. in order to tell him that they had a run-in with him um 
and everything was fine. And then he, his, the father got on the internet and watched his son being, his eight-year-old son being walked away with his hands behind his back and placed in a police car for allegedly stealing a $3 bag of Doritos. It's crazy. The real prices is crazy. Mom, that should just be a quarter. None of which, <laughs> Sorry. none of which was actually um, conveyed right. to him in the phone call. You said they what in the phone no, call? They didn't no, convey that in the phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't say that. So then the footage, you see I the footage, up. and the young boy is crying, he's wailing, and they're walking into the car. And some adults, I assume at least one black man, yes, was, why are you doing that? He, he had chips. Okay. I'll pay for the go, chips. I'll pay for it. Like, you don't have to do this. And it's another. That's my notification. Yeah, sorry. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, you playing the video? Yo, for real, I was like, nah. Sorry about um, that. Yeah, that shit caught me off guard. New phone, that's why I hate it. They just looked around like, yo, what the fuck? Like, all right, baby, let's play the video. All right, so, um,. And he's like, there's no need for you to do this. You don't have to go that far. That's that he's 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 a little kid. Um and what's um most journeys that a bunch of pe- people who are like, this is unnecessary, you didn't have to go this far, you didn't have to do this. And the widespread um feeling is that the only reason why he went this far was because it was a black kid mm-hmm. and he would never have felt the need to go this far if he had been a white kid. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, there's kids in the back of the video who are saying it wasn't him who did it. It mm. wasn't the the person whose whose hand they had behind their back who they were walking to a police car who was hysterical who had actually done anything. Yeah, that's fucked up. Mm-mm-mm. Nothing but white cops in the video too. Nothing but in the person the bystander says, "Well, like there's been a bunch of like break-ins and and stealing. You gonna pay for all that too?" Hmm. And the it was it was just it was interesting. It was an interesting video. So what do you guys think? I just think it's it's sick that cops have the power to arrest eight year olds because in two thousand and nine it was officially outlawed that you could no longer arrest a child for a crime and charge them as an adult. But before that, there were so many, there were thousands of kids, or well, men and women at this point, that were locked up um, for, you know, capital crimes and petty crimes, like crimes that ended in death, but they weren't the person that did it. They, they were conspiracy to murder, blah, blah, blah. And the fact that you could still put handcuffs on an eight year old. It doesn't, it's never going to sit well with me, especially when I find out it's not for accidentally stabbing a, a, a peer to death or what over a bag of chips, my nigga. We're gonna arrest an eight year old over a bag of chips. What store owner, what can what bodega convenience store owner is gonna press charges against an eight year old for stealing chips? How many bags of chips got stole today? <laughs> Who you pointing at? Dollar General? I'm saying if they did whoever did they gotta go. Yeah. Mm. Like who the f- And it's not that we're saying stealing is okay or stealing is We're okay. not, but uh, if an 8-year-old pickpockets a bag of chips, my nigga, that's what 8-year-olds do. And the only way that they learn is if you 
you know. But their parents yeah. are going to come to the store anyway, so you could say. Exactly. Soul, such as, you should have that kind yeah. of rapport. That's what community is. is. Yeah. yeah, that's what community is. It's like, and if you're, if you're, you know, Devontae stole a bag of Doritos out of here yesterday, right? Oh, 359. Did he? Mother, I'm going to kill that boy. His $10, because well, my drink is only two. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's how community works. Well, even then, just keep the kid like. But whoever called the cops on this call, little guy, call like, your parents. That's it. Now you just traumatize him. All these cops. He's on the. He's on the internet. He'll he'll, he'll have to see that all the time. Oh my God, Devonte, you on the fucking internet? Like it's just. But it's just even sickening, the way bro. the cops, because I think I've seen people call the cops on kids, and the cops come and they have a conversation. That's with the it. Kid. They don't take the kid out. They don't take the kid in handcuffs. Like, hey, why this you is take like the chips? Don't put him in the fucking car. Like, beyond scared straight. They're like, we're going to scare him straight because he's horrible because he stole a bag of chips. It's like. You're going to make this nigga steal some poor guy's wife's vagina mm-hmm. by putting handcuffs on him. Like, he, you're going to turn this nigga into a hardened criminal. He's going to kill three niggas and not <laughs> even flinch. Not even shed a thug tear because you're going to turn him into a real deal New Jack City 1980s premium gangster, nigga. He's going to be out here with that Pusha T white. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here, dog. Get like, to that bitch. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. He's going to be saying that at 12. You do that at 8. At 12, that nigga got his own gang, his own crew running three blocks. Like, they got chill, bro. But so, To me, it was damn what the fuck. As you said before, you know, there were times where Brie hit the nail on the head was like, yo, listen, the cops will come and have a conversation. Yeah. Versus I'm going to yank you off your bike, put you in cuffs, put you in the back seat, and confiscate your bike, and then call call your parent. Um, they did it. That's you know, why they say they did it a couple. Yeah. I mean, but it's just like, mm-hmm. yo, come on. Now, even even if a Bottega uh, could be behind his back. It don't matter. Like, <laughs> it don't matter. It might as well. They're getting them conditioned to bullet this. So you know what I mean, like it's even as a uh, like an owner of a convenience store and whatnot, I would have been like, yo, like I bet you stole. I'm gonna yoke you up. Call your parents. Call your parents. Let the parents come here. And be like, hey, listen, send me calling the cops. You know what I mean? Like I yoked up your kid because he stole, I got him. I got him on film. He was still stealing bag of chips. I bet that's a conversation. You build rapport with that. Um, there was an actuality. Uh, there was another clip. That I saw it was like a, like maybe a year ago, give or take. That just like uh, popped up in my mind, where a black mother called their local precinct and was like, "Hey, listen, I want to scare my son straight," mm. and gave them the report. And it was like, "I right, I want you to come get my. I want to call again. I want you to come get my son and build a report with him." Precinct was I like, "Hey, that's listen. really a psychotic test." I mean, I, 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 I see how they respond. To no, it. no, of course, but I think that the child was more so in their teenage years. Now, I mean, it wasn't like a young child when he was eight. He was like in mid-teenage years, about to head into adulthood. Came through. They, they was like, yo, listen, your mom wants to put you wants to press charges. We got to put you underneath the rest. They put him in handcuffs, but they didn't put him back in the car. They just sat him outside. But like, hey, listen, like. Did you know that if a kid runs away enough, parents can press charges? No, of course. Kids? No, of course. I didn't know that. Excuse me. I did not know that. My apologies. I did not know that. But you like, didn't know what? The, um, uh, if a parent presses more, uh, multiple charges on their kids. So they could, can actually like get arrested, or I'm sorry, what you what did you say? Can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> I, I don't know if that was the right thing. Uh, she might not know how to do it. Essentially, your number one supporter is your parent. Mm-hmm. If your parent doesn't support you, it can mean the difference between freedom and incarceration. Mm. Word. So. That's a fact. 
know what I mean? And then um, the crazy part, I wanted to throw it in there, but I didn't want to kind of put too many like bad subjects in there. There was another clip that I saw where, um, I'm not sure what city or state or county that was in, um, SWAT had came into the crib because they got, they didn't even get a detailed description. They said mm-hmm. it was a Hispanic male. And come to find out, I think he was like, he was just getting out of, getting out of class. And then he was like, oh, he has an AK-47 in his, in his apartment and whatnot. Didn't, didn't show him any warrant. They bust down his door. They had a gun to his head. And he was like, yo, fam, I could have been dead. Like, mm-hmm. if, I didn't, if I didn't comply and put my heads down, I could have been dead. Yeah. Even when I complied, I could have been dead. Yeah. And he was teeing off, even to the point where the the uh, superintendent or the maintenance man came through to fix the door and was like, yo, like, nobody knew nothing of this nature. And he was like, well, we just got a call saying that there was a Hispanic male. And that was yeah. it. Nothing else. And it was like, you didn't get like a detailed description. Like, he had an AK-47 on him. All this stuff. He's like, even if I have an AK-47, I have the right to. And when and he was the pressing, that they're in. Yeah, and yeah. he and he he was like, yo, pressing the officers. The officers couldn't tell him nothing. It was like, oh, I understand you're upset. I understand you're you're yelling at me, but I don't understand why you're yelling at me. It's like, yo, bro, I could have been dead. It's like, yo, there's videos every single day showing someone getting shot. By the way, Thompson was the first one to share this. And yeah, I was wondering. I was like, yo, when did you share it? <laughs> I appreciate you, Queen. Um, but yeah, like when I saw that video, I wanted to show it in there too, but I, it's, it's, I hate to say it, but I have to say it, it's, I'm at the point where I'm getting numb, where it's just like, yeah, you're desensitized. Like, it's just, I've, like, been, I've been desensitized for like five years, but bro. it's just like, but I, I, I still feel it. Yeah. You still feel it. I can't watch the videos anymore because if I watch the videos, then all white people that I encounter after I watch the video are in danger. No, you know what I'm saying? Because there's no cure for that. You can talk to... I'm not into trauma porn. Yeah. Seriously. Facts, bro. It's like, I ain't trying to watch two niggas fucking. Why would I want to watch (laughs) a bunch of white men (laughs) killing? I know. I got to soften the mood. I know that's not what you mean. The literal, the captain of the literal police over here. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I meant. (laughs) Nah, but I can't. I can't watch that shit no more, bro. Out of respect for white people, because my my hands will be around their throats. I will be choking them. Like, get the fuck away from me. Leave me alone. I thought it was just wild because I'm like, yo, he's eight years old. And like the fact that to me and Bree said it earlier in our conversation, like, yo, the gentleman that was courting was like, I will pay for his chips. Yeah. So there's no issue. Yeah. If you're trying to say he's stealing, now nah, I pay for his chips. Here's, here's my dollar, whatever, whatever, how many? Three dollars. Know what I mean? Like, here's three dollars. I'll pay for the chips. Let him go. And they still said, nah. Yeah, because they already had them in the cuffs. It's like having your car on the toe. No, I they mean, ain't yeah. taking it off. Yo, no, they But last, this is the last take on this because we. My apologies. We're, we're under, we're doing under a, a, a hour fifteen. We okay. gotta. Get but it was it was wild because uh, as your take was like, yo, was on the toe. Same thing with the police officers. When you get pulled over, once they put the information in their laptop, they have to proceed. They can't like read Nick on the shit allegedly. Yeah, no, they and gotta re lock up another yeah. nigga. And it's just like, that's the only re-nigga they gonna do. They gonna re-lock up that nail. That's my thing. That good old jungle bunny. Even though he's eight. Alright. Well said, y'all. Appreciate you guys. Um, Netflix is gonna be adding ads. (laughs) And black Twitter is not happy. (laughs) White Twitter is not happy. (laughs) Threats of canceling the subscription at the very first sight of an ad have been 
laid out. <laughs> Netflix probably has seen these threats. What are you going to do, Bree? Are you going to keep your Netflix account if there's ads? <laughs> Let me say something. <laughs> I have access to public access television. I have access to free resources. Mm-hmm. Why on earth would I pay for commercials? Mm. Why would I do that? Yeah, that's crazy. I'll pay for commercials. I'll pay. F- I, I I'll actually pay two dollars more for f- for free with limited commercials. Mm-mm. Only because I can watch what I want. Facts. It doesn't matter. Here now, then this channel, that channel, I can watch all of that. It's just. Maybe I got two commercials in the middle. <laughs> I can do that. I can do two dollars a month for that. <laughs> I'll just wait for you to cut. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. To Go pay, ahead. to pay fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Mm-mm. I don't know how high their prices go, but to to. To pay, they're cracking down on passwords trying to make people. Get oh, bro, they. But the, hard. the whole goal of all of that is to make people get their own individual membership because it would be cheaper. Oh, yeah. Now, with that, they're counting the amount of screen the same, but with this many amount of screens, you get ABC, you get that, you get that. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. So they're basically cutting. Trying to cut down on the service sharing and the portion of money that they think they would be able to make if people hadn't shared their passwords. Of course. And there was a bunch of different ways they could have cracked down on that without having to increase the price. Of course. Word. And add add revenue from commercials when product placement is a fucking commercial. Facts. True. So I actually did a little bit of groundwork on it. On what? On this? Yes. Okay. Um. So there's three tiers, which I didn't know. (laughs) It's just irritating. Yo, Netflix is wild. So there's three tiers. So there's the standard, which is $9.99. The high definition, which is, or uh, or just basic definition or whatever definition. HD is not basic. Yeah, HD. And it is ultra HD. The the standard is $9.99. High definition is, I believe, $15. And then Ultra high definition is twenty dollars. Let me say something. The way you stay at the top is you stay consistent. Thank you. You know what's been in storage for years? Uh, Arizona iced tea. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, stay consistent. Nine nine. Look at y'all on the same wavelength. Oh, bruh, trust me. That I'm Greek right. shit. <laughs> I'm jealous, and it's I don't like d- it. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm jealous. So move on. You made the you made the point. Okay, move so on. Let, let him move on. No, no. Are you moving on or he moving on? <laughs> One of y'all niggas gonna move on. So boom, right? Yeah. My uh, so so I, boom. I threw I threw in the chat saying that Netflix lost two hundred thousand two hundred thousand global subscribers. Two hundred thousand. And the first quarter. Yeah. I'm expected to lose. Uh, this is the first quarter. So yes. I know. I know. I'm lying. The yeah, second quarter. No, and the, and the first quarter. And expected yeah. to lose two million first more. This quarter starts in January. This ends in, ends in first April. Yeah. I mean, so, make it five. So okay. you might as well make it five. 
from the mixture of one, what Bree said, kicking people off if you're not, you know, subscribing individually. And then with them adding the additional, like, hey, listen, commercial situation, that ship done sailed a long time ago that you could have been adding, like, commercials and shit. And then on top of that, you're, the, what that, their platform, what they're adding on there, I don't think it's feasible. It's not Hulu. You guys are trying to be like Hulu so bad. It's they're not, not trying to be like Hulu. They want to make that money back because you Hulu, know, you Hulu, up. Hulu stays at a certain threshold because of the ads, because the companies that pay them to show the ads. It's like the Super Bowl, right? Like mm-hmm. you got to pay a million dollars if you want a sixty-second slot, but if you want a fifteen or or thirty, you might pay a quarter million to half a mil. You know what I'm saying? The, the the ads that we see on Hulu with the basic yeah. subscription, nigga, that pays the extra bread for them to have the content on Un- the site. Understandable. But Netflix never did that. They, but even then, I feel like Netflix... And is HBO not- Max is $16.99. It's one flat it, it's, price. It's less. It's actually less if you started from the beginning. From the beginning. $14.99. Now, I mean, if, if you started from the very beginning, it's actually less. And, and there's like, no commercials at all. HBO Max. They, they literally, I feel like Netflix is fumbling their bag because it's like... Oh, they are. Like, yo, how they do are. I have a high-definition TV, but yet you want me to bump up $5 more to actually get high-definition quality? Like no, before he even did the price change, it was high definition across the board. You move, you move the goalposts. They had to, and look what they cost them. They're trying to stay competitive. Look what it cost them this Thompson. year. Yeah, I feel. And they're going I love to the lose. passion, bro. They are. You're You're. You're not wrong. They estimated two million this quarter. It's gonna be like close to be five more. because the, the niggas that the niggas <laughs> on Twitter. Let, they, let me tell you something. <laughs> The way that you give people an opportunity to appreciate your service is by giving them an opportunity to appreciate your service. Bruh. Now, if I said to you that you was, say you was coming over my house, right? Mm-hmm. You was coming over my house for something. And every time you come over, you bring somebody else with you. Mm-hmm. If I get tired of you bringing somebody else with you, what I'm going to do? Say, tell you. No. Stop bringing other people. Because... It's frustrating, right? No facts. Because especially if the other people is people you don't know. No facts. You let somebody know. Stop bringing people I don't know to my house. house. Yeah. Or you can't come. It's my house again. <laughs> or this is what's gonna happen. But what Netflix did was they was like, oh, you got mad people on your screen. You owe this. You owe us this much now. Fuck you got you. this many screens. You owe us this much now. Fuck you. And that's that's the difference. Between what they should have done and what they actually did. Because what they did is, not only did they say that, they said, listen, we need more money. We're not trying to get to the level of um, existing. We want to keep growing, right? And we've been existing for a while, maybe subsisting a little bit lower than what we have been. Because we've reached, like, where the product, like, balances out before it drops. Mm -hmm. And I think we can grow. So I'm going to try for us to grow. So I'm going to pull some shit because... We're the original. We're this. We're that. Being the original doesn't fucking matter no more. Facts. Yeah, don't. The only thing that's gonna save them niggas, Stranger Things in May, Stranger Things in July. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. Even then, guess what? And let me, Dave let me Chappelle chefs like com- comedy me, specials. That's it. Let me tell you from like a, a marketing perspective why it doesn't matter. Because by the time that okay, by the time that happens, the Netflix is going to be offering free trials again. 
Mm-hmm. So people are gonna get that shit for free. And then oh yeah, for co- of course, yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. What I'm saying? But like in terms of why it'll, it, it's gonna be more than two million people that unsubscribe and cancel their fucking accounts. I'm talking like in terms of the motherfuckers who won't. That's the only reason why the stand-up specials, Stranger Things, um, all of their big, all of their big like. They're big shows. Like motherfuckers love Bridgerton. I don't know why, but that's the thing. That's some people only have Netflix for Bridgerton. You know what I mean? Some people only have Netflix for shows like you and Stranger Things and Ozark and whatever. Like their hit shows will be the reason why motherfuckers who got it aren't gonna unsubscribe. But for the motherfuckers who can use that fifteen, sixteen, twenty dollars, whatever it is on something else, oh, best believe they're gonna unsubscribe and use it on something else. I just buy a bottle of Milagro with the twenty I was gonna spend on Netflix, <laughs> nigga. What the fuck? Or just like, change the email. That's it. Like, all right, bet. Change my email. Let me go through the free subscription so I can watch this special, and that's it. And yeah, my yeah. But like, binge it in five days and unsubscribe. And that's again. it. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And like, the people who do that are like, you got too much time on your hands. I'm not making eighteen different emails to like watch it for free. I'm just gonna who that's got like, what. My time is money. Yeah, that's super lame. All but, I know is that Disney and HBO Max is about to whip the fuck out of Netflix. Prime Video too. The Boys is coming back in like a month, Bruh, They're going to whip like like they, are, they already are. <laughs> like hold up, G, hold up, G, make it, make it, make it, make it, make it, make it. Like yo, not bruh. make it, make it, make it, make it, make it, make it. Yes, make it, make it, make it. God damn it. Oh. Yeah, I mean, elbow job and all that shit. I'm, yo, listen. Netflix fucked up, and they're going to keep talking up. And once they do, I'm going to fucking laugh. Fucking bastards. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm angry. angry because it's like, yo, fam, you guys. Is this, is, can I ask you a question? Yes. Well, I'm going to pose your thought process right there. Right in your ex. That's mm-hmm. a nice spot. Is this the last straw for Netflix? For me, it might be, honestly. It honestly might be because it's just like he's an HBO Max snob, bro. Like because like look what HBO look what HBO did when they first premiered. Look what HBO been doing. Off rip. Have you invested in Stock wise, yes. Wow. <laughs> Stock wise, yes. I got like two shares. That's it. Yeah, because that shit. Was it's like expensive. Crazy. Expensive as fuck. Netflix is but like three hundred dollars. But look what well, HBO. Two, look what HBO like been doing. Like one eighty now. Name man. Well, y'all comic book guy yeah, too. Yeah, you're yeah, also a DC yeah, guy, yeah, so it makes sense. Um, Never mind. Never mind. I don't, <laughs> don't want to rush people's thoughts, but I do want to rap. No, of course. I, I don't I'm want us to go forever. I and we have I have places that I need to go. Oh shit! So <laughs> Netflix. Oh, this is fellas night. Oh, what night? Hey, this nigga. Okay, DJ Incredible. Red Velvet is feeling frisky. Um, I'm not drunk. That's crazy. Good. I don't need you drunk. Why not? I'm different. I like it. I like when I'm drunk. I don't because you do <laughs> you do hood rat things and I'm not, <laughs> you know That's a good I, I'm like eh sorry sweetie I didn't like I you know I, it is what it is. Oh like, like go ahead, go ahead, say it. Say it. Say it. Sit on my face. Is it sit on my face? No. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. It was something else. It was. It was that one. It was that one. Sit on my face. He yes. said that to who? Remember while like two Somebody weeks ago. Well, past me, and we went to uh, we after game night, we went to um, true, and I was like, "Yo, sit on my face." <laughs> Were you COVID. serious? I was drunk and I was dead serious. <laughs> to the young girl, I was it? I think so. 
Probably. Like one of the young black girls? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, they was definitely yeah. different. Sorry. They, what do you mean they were different? Listen. Were they indifferent? Or were they like, oh. I pulled Tops into the side. And yeah. I said, that's some shit you whisper. So if you can't whisper, you damn sure don't yell it. And I was like, sorry. I'm drunk. I don't care. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> how you said it. That's your drunk, that's your drunk whisper voice for sure. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you and know. If, if you can't get close enough to a person to whisper some shit, you damn sure can't yell. Nine, nine. Wilding out. Hey, no, no Nick Cannon. Um, <laughs> this is episode two hundred and sixty-three of the pregame podcast. Um, Wale Thompson, Bree Bree, Bree Bree Thompson, Wale, uh, Bristol Soldier, Bree Speaks, Bradesia, Bree with the shoulders, Red Velvet, DJ Incredible. And Wale, aka Woe, aka Woe to stand up. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Um, I got places to go. That's why we're going to wrap right here. But I love you. We all love you. We'll see you motherfuckers next week, man. Maybe with a guest. Maybe with two guests. Maybe with no guests. Maybe it's just us again. Either way, you're going to listen because you fucking love us. Well, holler. Peace.